0: thanks for downloading this podcast. Make sure you subscribe to get the new messages every week. We appreciate your support. Enjoy the message. God can reset the clock. Amen. 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 The prophet Joel writes, you may be seated, in Joel chapter 2, I do receive, you be blessed. Gonna be one of the richest young ladies that anybody would ever lay their eyes on. By the way, that was a very powerful offering teaching. When I read, when I read this Luke six thirty-eight in the easy translation, it, 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 it ministered to me. I had to read it over and over and over again. And uh, if you don't have that easy translation, you need to download it to your phone because it's gonna be a blessing. Let me tell you that God can reset the clock for you. Amen. Joel chapter 2, verses 23 and 24 in the New Living Translation says, Rejoice, some of the rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord. In other words, your yeah, joy should come from the Lord Himself. Rejoice in the Lord, in who He is and what He can do and what plan He's got for you. It says, Once again, some of the once again. Once again. He says once again. That means that maybe you used to experience it in the past, but you are not experiencing it now. Maybe you have been waiting for it to come. You've heard other people talk about it. You've never experienced it once again. Some of the once again. Once again. The autumn rains will come when the Bible talks about autumn. Rain is talking about refreshing. It's talking about reviving you. Maybe you you are spiritually dry. Maybe you are financially dry. Maybe your marriage is drying up. Maybe in other relationships, God says, I am sending the rain. Somebody says, I receive the rain. I receive the rain. The autumn rains will come as well as the rains of the spring. Amen. In other words, it's not going to be something of the past. It's going to be something that will uh, go on with you. Amen. It is the threshing floor. Somebody, the threshing floor. The threshing floor was where you used to put your money. Wow. The threshing floor was where the wheat was that you will you, that 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 you will you will bag and sell. It says that the, the threshing floor, the threshing floors will again be piled up. <laughs> I I don't, I don't know that you people saw that. Is that it may be empty now, but it's going to be piling up. Somebody said, My threshing floors are being piled up. Piled up how? High with high. the grain. You did not get it, yeah. did you? The threshing floors will pile up again. It will pile up high, and the praises will overflow where you used to make. Wine, wine symbolizes happiness. He says, he says, you lost your happiness because so many things have happened to you in life. God says, I'm giving you back your happiness. Yeah, people abused you. People took advantage of you. Things happened to you, but God says, I'm giving you back your joy. You lost that joy because of what happened. Listen, God is saying, I'm rewriting your story. You did not hear me, did you? He said, "Somebody said God is rewriting my story, and He's gonna." Oh, Jesus, give me, just help me to settle down because I was so full with this message. I just could not wait to get here to deliver it. He says that the, the threshing floor shall be piled high with grain. And the praises will overflow with new wine. He says, I'm giving you back your joy. Wine is symbolic of joy. And olive oil is symbolic of anointing. In other words, everything is in this package. <laughs> Refreshing, prosperity, rewriting your life story, filling you with the joy that you lost. Amen. And the anointing that you have been praying for is here tonight. It's not over yet. It is not over yet. Listen to what Joel says in Joel chapter 2 verse 25. He says, this is what the Lord says, I will give you back, Terry, what you lost. I will give you back, honey, what you lost. God saying to Pastor, I'm going to give you back what you lost. When I look at my life, and I, I remember when I used to envy other young people because of what they, other little boys, because of what they had. And I see what God is doing in my life now. I believe that God is rewriting my story. It's completely erased what was written. And he's writing a brand new story. You know, many times I don't even remember my, how I was growing up because of what the Lord has done for me. That's exactly what he's going to be doing for you. He says, I will give you back what you lost. When he says to the swarming locusts, he says, it doesn't matter whether somebody robbed you, whether somebody raped you, whether somebody stole your innocence, whether somebody, whatever happened to you, listen to me, you are watching me. Listen to me, all of you sitting here. I'm not bragging about it. I've taken time and asked the Lord to give me the message. I prayed about it, and I believe that this is the message for you now. Don't hear this message for somebody else. I wish that somebody was here to hear it. That somebody is you, sitting there. Yeah. I'm gonna give you back. It doesn't matter. It says the swarming locust, the hopping. He's talking about. It might have happened in whatever way it happened in any area of life that it might have happened, God sent me to announce to you tonight that he's giving you back your life. And it's not going to be the old life. It's going to be a brand new life. Uh, Oh, Jesus, help me. It says the swarming locusts, the hopping locusts, the stripping locusts, and the cutting locusts. You know, I believe that we all have missed opportunities in life. We've all blown it. Or things have happened to us that cause us to believe that uh, I wish I was able to go back and relive that part of my life. Some of us can look back and we can say, I wish I had put in more effort in that job. Or I should, have, I should not have wasted all those years partying. I'm, I'm, talking, about, I'm talking about the people in, 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 in the online world, not people here, because nobody here ever partied, because only me, the rest of you, you were born again when you were born again, you know that uh, that's not true. So we wish that we, we had spent more time with our children. We wish that the, we, had the, uh, 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 did better, we had done better in that job. I should not have wasted all my years partying. I, I should have known that the, he or she was a jerk. You don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, Thank you. Uh, yes, yes. Wow. I would be way ahead, but for the wasted years. Like I said, you know, we all have missed it at some point, missed opportunities in life. Sometimes because, for some of us, because we were raised in unhealthy environment. You you were just raised in that environment. You did not put yourself in there. What What did you do to put yourself in your family? Nothing. You, you know, you know, what did you do to get to be where you were? Probably nothing. Some people, because they grew up in poverty, poverty is a curse don 't tell me that don 't tell me that poverty is a blessing because it 's not it 's a curse. Some of us we did not have the right role model if you want to be very honest. many of you, many of you had role models, good role models, but some of us did not many times it was somebody that you, you, you just, like I said, you just found yourself where you were taken advantage of. There was nothing that you, can, you could do. Even though now the enemy is trying to beat you up and say, you should not have been there. You should not have been there. No, 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 don't receive it. This is why I said, don't receive it. Don't receive it. I found out that whatever the reason, when things don't go right, we've been tempted to think, too bad, it's over for me. I'll never have another chance like that. Or maybe... I've missed my season. That's it. I will never have it again. No, don't say that. Because there's good news for you. The good news is that it's never over until God says it's over. And when God says it's over, we always win. Yes, with God, there is always another season. And guess what? Your season just started tonight. That another season for you, watching me for you in the house, just started tonight. Let me tell you that we may have missed it. We may have missed God, as a matter of fact, but he always finds us. You know why you are here tonight? That is God finding you. We missed him, but he found us. My Bible tells me that he remains faithful even when we are faithful. That's the wonderful thing about God. When you look at yourself and you say, why should he be this good to me? He, t- he says, my name is faithful. I'm, not, I'm always full of faith. He says, when your faith dries up, hook on to me and tap from mine because we can always draw from his faith when our faith dries up. Listen to what Prophet Joel says, he said, rejoice. Somebody said, rejoice. Rejoice, you people of abundant life, word fellowship. Rejoice in the Lord your God, for the rain he sends demonstrates his faithfulness. In other words, the blessing that God is sending is not because you are good. It's because he is good. It's not because you have, you know, we talk about, oh, big faith, small faith, mustard seed faith. Let me tell you this. When you don't have faith, God can use his faith to work for you. I remember a number of years ago, there's a place that I used to go and minister in, in Milledgeville. It was a homeless uh, place. And we used to go there in the morning. And... uh, this particular day, I had been there in the morning to minister, and I can't even remember what happened, I, and I went there. I was tired. You know, in those days, I, I used to fast 40 days, 30 days, 20 days, and so on and so forth. And, uh, and, and I, 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 I still do, but I started when, when this ministry started to give God everything that I had. That's not bragging That's what my wife and I do. And so I don't know how I ended up in the Maranatha Center. And this guy came to me and he said, he said, he said, uh, uh, President George, my back hurts. My back is killing me, man. And here am I tired. I don't even want to pray for anybody. This is the truth. I do not want to, I do not want to minister to anybody. Whatever I went, I I, I went there to do. I just wanted to go and do it and then leave." And he came in. I wanted to say, brother, get away from me. He said, he said, he said, he said, brother Josh, brother Josh, my back is killing me. My back is killing me. Just to get him away, he said, be healed. He said, what did you do? Wow! It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> what am I telling you? It wasn't my faith. It was just God having the I mean, <laughs> I did not want to pray for that guy. I know those of you watching me. You say, can a pastor be in a place like that? First of all, I wasn't a pastor. Then. But even if I was so tired, I didn't even want to see anybody. I'd gone there to minister in the morning. I was drained out. And he's going to come and say, oh, Brother George, my back is killing me. My back is I, I Let <laughs> my hands. I want to say, brother, come back tomorrow. But, you know, just to be a nice Brother George, be healed. Oh, he's gone. What did you do? What did you do? Thank you, Jesus. Fuck you. Now, let me tell you this. God will use his faith when yours runs out. Is anybody here li- listening to me? Yes. Don't let people tell you that God could not do things for you because you don't have faith. Now, faith is the assurance of things for. God is pleased with faith. But guess what? God was pleased with you before you even thought about faith. God is always pleased with you. He'll do. Think about the many people that Jesus healed who did not even know him. They came to know him later on. Rejoice, you people of Jerusalem, rejoice in the Lord your God. For the rain that he sends demonstrates his faithfulness. When you are faithless, God's going to be faithful. Because the Bible tells us that he cannot deny himself. God doesn't change. Think about God changing. When you change now, none of us would be here. So, the next time that you minister to somebody who is not at the level that you think you are, remember that God has blessed you many times when you weren't where you should be, where you ought to have been. Once more, some of the once more, once more, the autumn rains will come. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, whatever was drying up in your life, I pronounce it refreshed in the name of Jesus, as well as the rain of the spring. Let me tell you this, my friend, God will restore those those years that have been stolen from you. How many times will I have to say that to get it into you, that this is the word of the Lord for all of you watching me, for every one person in the house? You may not be able to relive those lost years. But let me tell you this. God can make the rest of your years extremely rewarding. So rewarding and fulfilling, it makes up for the past losses. You did not hear me, did you? Forget about trying to go back to relive those years. But be ready because what God is about to do is going to give you the rest of your years. Somebody said, the the rest of my years. They're going to be extremely, so extremely rewarding that it will make up for the past losses. Right now, I know that somebody may be feeling that you wasted some years, maybe in a failed relationship or years in a job that turned out to be a dead end. But you must remember that God is uh, in absolute control of time. May I say that again? God is in absolute control of time. Every opportunity that you missed, God can turn it back to you. How many of you know that God can turn back the clock? He can turn back the clock. Somebody, God can reset. The clock of my life. Right this moment, believe me, God is resetting the clock of your life. Every opportunity that you miss, God can reset the clock. He's got bigger and better things ready in your future. May I say that again? God has got bigger and better things. In your future, he's got bigger and better things lined up on your path as you travel in life. Again, Joel chapter two, verse thirty-six says, "Once again, something that once again, once again, you will have all the food that you want." Hallelujah, Hallelujah! You will have all the food that you want, and you will praise the Lord your God. Who does do these miracles for you? God has got some miracles for you, Dennis. I'm telling you, listen to me. You think that you've seen anything. You haven't seen anything yet. What you and Terry are experiencing now is just a tiny drop in the ocean compared to what God wants to do for both of you. Somebody once again... You will have all the food that you want. Not all the food that you need, but all the food that you want. Yes, and you will praise the Lord your God who has these miracles for you. Listen to this. Listen to you. this. Never again will my people be disgraced. Amen. Wow. Never again will my people go through shame. Let me tell you this. God heals broken hearts. Wow. Jeremiah thirty seventeen 17 says, I will give you back. Somebody say, God is giving me back my health. And he is healing my wounds. He says, I will give you back. That means that somebody took away your health. Somebody took away your joy. Somebody took away relationship from you. But God says, I'm going to heal. But because of that, your heart was broken. Your life was hit. But God is saying to you tonight, I will give you back your health and heal your wounds, says the Lord. I read some uh, time ago uh, a story of that. Of, uh, Uh, This lady, I call her Karen. Karen left home one day with a broken heart to a book signing because she was suffering regret over her relationship with her daughter. She admitted that she had not been the best mother in the world, but she'd done everything that she knew to do. Because she also had... How many of you know that when you have struggles, some issues in your life, it's going to affect the way that you deal with other people. She had issues in her life, and she admits, she admits, "I, I wasn't the best mother in the world. But at some point... Uh, uh, Karen said, I tried to reach out to my daughter, but it would not, uh, because she was hurt, I was hurt, and uh, she wouldn't want to have anything to do with me. They had not spoken in years. She reached out to her with no response, because the daughter would have nothing to do with her. How many of you know that God can set you up for your breakthrough? Let me tell you this. This meeting tonight is a setup." for your breakthrough. It's a setup for your breakthrough. This meeting was planned before the foundation of the world. You were supposed to be here, so God will minister to you. So while they both were at, this, uh, at the book signing table, uh, Karen shared the, the story with the, the minister. It was a Christian book, uh, book that... Uh, Uh, this man was launching and was going to sign the books for the people who read his books. She told the man how she had lost so much time that uh, she should have spent with her daughter and what a waste of time it was that they should have spent together. But interestingly, with tears, she turned around and she introduced a young lady to this uh, Uh, minister, and guess who that young lady was? That young lady was none other than Felicia, her daughter. For 13 years, Karen and Felicia had not spoken to each other, but while they were waiting in line for the book signing, they ran into each other. They discovered one thing, that they both were fans of this minister, and they had been reading the same books. Because just God just came through that and suddenly God touched both of them. They broke and cried and hugged each other. Now the divided mother and daughter were healed and reunited. That's a powerful story, isn't it? I don't know, maybe you are dealing with a strained relationship right now. Maybe as a result you have experienced some conflicts and Hurts, especially in families, it happens a lot. Probably you built up a wall of bitterness, and uh, you've, I mean, because of what has happened, your heart has been hardened. Just someone said, Don't settle there there. because there are better days ahead. Did you just hear me? What I just said, just somebody said, Don't settle there because there are better days ahead. Maybe someone very close to you, wrongs you, and perhaps injures you. I know that I'm talking to somebody in the house. I'm talking to somebody out there, but I know that there are people in the house that can relate to. what. Because you know why? Because I spent time and asked the Lord to show me something that I could share, not just a Bible study, but something that's going to meet people at the point of their need. Somebody has severely wronged you, and perhaps injured you, my advice is don't make a mistake of settling in bitterness. Don't make a mistake of settling in bitterness. Know that this relationship could be healed. May I say that again? No. Think about Karen and Felicia. For 13 years, they never talked to each other. Both of them loved the Lord, but they had hurt each other. They did not want to talk to each other. But God has a way of arranging for two people who don't want to talk to each other to come together and find a common point. I want you to know that this relationship could be healed. Don't settle for anything but the best that God has got for you. May I say that again? I'm talking to you. Don't settle because God has got something beautiful for you. Something beautiful, something good. Out of my confusion, He made something new. He made something very beautiful out of my life and He's gonna make something very beautiful out of this relationship. The key is for you to keep praying and keep believing for a total healing. Can somebody say amen to that? Let me tell you this, that nothing is too hard for the Lord. Luke one thirty seven says, "For with God, something with God. You know, when we, you bring God into this situation, nothing will be impossible. Let me, let me tell you this, my friend: nothing is too hard for the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, the Father of Jesus Christ. And I dare to say, the God of talk. Nothing is too hard. You say, oh, yeah, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob." the God of Jesus, he is my God too. He is my God. Don't be afraid to to, to call your name in there because you are, he is just as much of the God of Jesus as he is your God. What he did for Karen and Felicia, he'll do for you and he will do even more. The enemy, I know, will tell you that, well, Karen's and Felicia's situation is unique. But let me tell you this you are unique and you are very special, Terry. You are unique and you are very special, Sophie. You watching me right now, you are unique and you are very special. If you are listening to me on podcasts, I want you to know that you are unique. Somebody say, I'm unique and special. Don't even let the enemy tell you, well, it couldn't happen to you because that was a, a coincidence. It wasn't a coincidence. It was God orchestrating, bringing these two people together. Because no matter how much you disagree with somebody, there's something that you can, where you, there's some place that you can start, something that you have in common. If nothing else, you both are members of the household of faith, aren't you? Be reminded that you are unique, you are special. God has called you to be unique, and he will do special things in your life. How many of you are ready for God to do special things in your life, in your heart, in your family? Oh, Jesus, hallelujah. Somebody here say hallelujah. Think about this. At the point of death, Hezekiah, king of Judah, asked God for extra time to finish his assignments. And God said, I'm giving you back, I believe it was 15 years. But Hezekiah said, Lord, I want a confirmation. See, there, were, there was a time that people did not have clocks. They did not have uh, watches. What they used was uh, what we call a sundial. They would place a, a piece of a, a stick somewhere. So they will use that to... Tell time when because when the sun uh, will when the sun will hit the sea the shadow will be so as as the sun keeps going so people can know this is six o'clock because the shadow points to this, this is twelve o'clock, this is three o'clock and so on. But Hezekiah said to the Lord, You know Lord, you've given me this promise, but I want a sign. I want you to show me a sign. What I would like for you to do is to turn the sun back, take the sun back, so that instead of the shadow pointing east, it will be pointing west. You said that you're going to rewrite my life, the story of my life. I'm asking you for the impossible, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, You you know that the sun stands, the sun does not move. You know that it is the earth that moves. I believe that what God did was adjust the position of the earth. So that instead of the sun pointing east, it's pointing west. That's your life that I'm talking about. God is readjusting everything in your life so that uh, he can give you back what you lost. God granted... 15 extra years to Hezekiah to finish the work. And not only that, he, re, he, 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 he readjusted the position. I'm talking about the position of the whole earth. Jesus. All, all, all of, uh, you, oh, you also remember when, uh, when, when uh, Joshua was fighting, and he said to, uh, he, he said, Son, stand still. Remember that in those days, people did not know that the sun was standing still. Joshua did not know that it was the earth that was turning, that the sun was standing still. But is the sun stand still because I want to finish the work. I believe that at that point, God stopped the earth from moving. Because the Bible tells us that God gave Joshua enough enough sunshine to finish the work. And then the earth began to move again. You people can't hear what I'm saying. You can't see what I'm saying. You can't see that. uh, Think about this. Joshua did not even know what he was asking. He was asking the, the, the Lord to cause the son to stand. He did not even know that the son was standing, but because he had a good heart. God said, Joshua, you don't know what we are doing, but I'm going to grant your request anyway. See, see, people will tell you that you have to be perfect. You have to do this. You have to do that. Do everything that you have to do. But leave room for God to walk through your ignorance. But the key is that it took nerves, real nerves, for these men to ask for the impossible. But they did, and God granted their request. You know, in the stories of Hezekiah and Joshua, God is sending a message to you and me. He's telling us that he can reset the clock in our lives. You did not hear me, did you? He can reset the clock in our lives. He's telling us that he can restore to us the lost years. Yes, I am standing here telling you, I'm not lying to you. God has reset my clock. When I look at my life now, I look at what I went through, what I, I was growing. Sometimes I don't even remember because God has been so good to me that what he's done for me now has more than me. He, he, he was reading from, uh, from Luke 68 about your pocket being full and, and, and uh, dropped, however he puts it. God has done more than that for me. See, I can relate to this story because you are looking at a person that God has completely rewritten the story of his life. In every aspect of it, he's telling us that he can restore the lost years. Yes, he will restore every second, every minute, all the days and all the years that the enemy stole from you. If you stay in faith, it shifts is occurring right now in your situation. Ephesians 3, 20, 21 says now somebody say now. Yeah. When? Now yeah. all glory he will do it because of his glory, not because of you. All glory to God who is able. Somebody say, God is able. He's able. He's able and is willing through his mighty power. Somebody say, through his mighty power. It's not going to be because of your power, but through the mighty power at work within you to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations when forever and ever. And somebody say, Amen. Right now, when you look at your life, you probably think there is no hope for me. You probably are thinking, it's all my fault. I, 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 I spent out my credit. Maybe somebody is watching me and you say, I blew it. I wasted too much time. But I've got good news for you. God is not concerned about the mistakes that you made. He's concerned about the price that Jesus paid. God is not done with you yet. Can you look at somebody in the eye and say, God is not done with you yet? No? He's got some new opportunities in front of you. Let me tell you this, my friend. God wants to reset your life. How many times will I have to say this to get into you? You know, (laughs) somebody here shout hallelujah. God wants to reset your life to be better than the first part of your life. I'm telling you, you are here by appointment. You might have thought, well, I'm going to church for a Bible study. You did not come to church for a Bible study. You came to church for an appointment and an encounter with God. God will restore to you the seconds, the minutes, the years that you lost. He will present you with the new and better opportunities. Even if it was your fault, God will forgive and restore. Can somebody say amen to that? Not because of you, but because of his great mercies. This is one of my favorite portions of the scripture, Lamentations chapter three, verses twenty-two and twenty-three. It says, "It is because of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, because His compassion fail not. If it was not, be, if it was not for God's mercy, you and I would have been consumed." It says, "It is because of the Lord's mercies." You it say, "It's mercies in." Plural. In other words, you cannot use up the mercies of God. You cannot use up the grace of God. You cannot use up the faithfulness of God. It is because of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. Because his compassion. God always comes to you with passion. His compassion fail not. They are new. In other words, when you wake up every morning, you are waking up with a new and fresh and a cupful yeah. of God coming to you with passion. Yeah. <sniffs> yeah. They are new every morning. Yeah. Great is His faithfulness. Let me tell you this, my friend. Though you missed it in the past, God will give another chance. Yeah. I know that. I don't know about it, but that blesses me. He wants you to forget the things of the past. He says that it's not over until he says it's over. It's not over yet. God wants to do a new thing in your mind. Why don't you get a vision of a comeback? Get a vision of a comeback with your business, with your children, with your spouse, how about make tonight a night of new beginning? Hallelujah. Just like that first day when yeah you saw her and something hits you. You say, this is, this is her. God is bringing that back to you. Get a vision of a comeback. You may think that it's been too long. Or that you've gone through so much that you will never be able to stage a comeback. Please don't say that. Because God who turned the clock back for Hezekiah, the God who made the sun to stand still for Joshua, he says, I'll make up for the lost time in the life. I'll restore those years. I want to challenge you, my friend, to set aside your preconception of God. or oh, is how people talk, talk about, oh, God can never have anything to do with you because you're messed up. Guess who God is looking for? Not the people who are so good, Is the It's the messed up people. That's what the gospel is all about. If you don't think that you don't have any mess in the other, then don't look for God. But we who know that our lives are messed up, we are the ones that will be seeking God because we know that He's got the answer. Yeah. I want to challenge you to set aside your preconception of God. Then watch Him reset time and restore to you the lost years. Watch Him take you to places beyond your wildest dreams and watch Him do for you exceedingly, abundantly, above pocket full yeah. and dropping. Yes. How do I know it? I know it because when I was preparing this message, it touched me because I know how I grew up. I know that 40 years ago, after I knew the Lord and backslid, many people had given up on me because of the mistakes that I made and the issues in my life. You people are there that you've got issues in your life? <laughs> you don't know. I had issues in my life. I still remember my brother, I used to live with my brother, I remember my brother saying to me, man, you know that I'm not your dad, go back to your parents, because I'm through with you. But guess what, that my brother we are like this today, because God has healed both of us and brought us together. Forty years ago, many people had given up on me because of what I was issues I was wrestling with because of what I was going to. At a point, I have to be very honest, I have to admit, I almost gave up on myself and the vision that God gave to me to preach the Word. But in spite of my blunders, God sought and found me. Notwithstanding my mistakes, He gave me another chance. Let me tell you people, I'm not telling you that I have arrived, but I'm not where I used to be 40 years ago. And guess what? If he did it for me, if he did it for Hezekiah and for Joshua, he will do it for you and for me again. Thank you for listening to Changing Mindset Podcast by Pastor George Uta. Help us to share this message. We hope you will subscribe so you can receive the latest podcast to keep you inspired during the week. We are praying for you. We know God best for you is still ahead. Call 706-485-0166 for more information and be blessed.